Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fix the World Podcast. My name's Sam Avery, and I'm here with the first lady of L9, Katie Tracy. Hello. Welcome to my Jubilee year. <laughs> Look at that royal wave. <laughs> That's not uh, just shouting wanker at you. That's an actual... Regal the wave. First lady of L9. I yeah. don't think that's me, you know. Did you not? Who do you think it's, is? Uh, it's a lady called Gemma Kettle. <laughs> and I hope she's listening. Gemma Kettle is an amazing name. Yeah. Sounds like a Brookside character. She's a local. She, she's a regular in my local and I would be I call her the Queen of Rice Lane. I love it when people talk about other people and use the full name. Like the My nan name. used to do that when she worked that's in a factory. What nans do? May Daily, Kitty Kelly. Yeah. All these names. I love that. Yeah. And when they say like Irish Kevin. Like, well, he's the only Kevin we know. You don't yeah. need to say Irish Kevin, just say Kevin. <laughs> That's what he is. But welcome to Fix the World. This is the podcast welcome. where two comedians, me and V, we uh, try and fix the world, make it a slightly better place. Just each, fixing stuff. Each week at a time. Yeah. Little and maybe fixing ourselves a little bit at the same time. We're all about the self-help. We are. We're all about our own journey. Yeah, it is a journey. And our journey as a podcast. Yeah. And we've had a little break from that journey the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we've had a hi- hiatus. Yeah, we've done 50 episodes. This is episode 51, and we just got to 50, and we thought, we need a little lie down here. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, what, what was it that kept us apart? Because we did, actually didn't plan to have a little break. It was just the sort um, of circumstances took us away. You heroin bender for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and how was it, getting off the stuff? Were well, you, are you clean, or are you still you know, It wasn't up? the weight loss journey I'd hoped for, to be quite <laughs> honest. I knew, I knew a lad once who started taking speed just to lose weight. And this is when I was about 18. And I, because I, I was that young, I didn't actually think that's a really terrible idea. I thought, hmm. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, maybe. I mean, don't try that at home. Don't. We're not medical experts. We're not trying to fix that for you. No. Maybe just well, cut down on your carbs before you, you phone heroin, hmm. Billy. Move more, eat less. Oh, shut up, Karen. Pa- <laughs> pass me the syringe. Yeah. Stop preaching. Um, no, I haven't been on a heroin bender because. Uh, that would be silly. It would be I'm a silly. grandmother now. You're a grandmother. Before the kids were born, are gone. you could have you could have easily done that and bounced yeah. back the following week. I could have chased the dragon all over Liverpool if I wanted. <laughs> Not I c- now. I can't be asked chasing anything right now. <laughs> Tried to chase the ice cream van the other yeah. week and just gave up. It went me gammy knee. <laughs> what have you been up to though? Hi. Because we um, haven't seen each other for about we three weeks now, have no. we? Maybe longer. And uh, Sam's got a blocked ear. I've got a, oh yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about that in a minute. Please. It's a great story. He hasn't shut up about it. <laughs> All I've got now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have. I went to watch the Eurovision Song Contest. It, not live, not in Turin. I went to a place in Liverpool called Camp and Furnace where they had it on big screens. So and that, it was, was that was tremendous. Saturday night one, because that kind of crept up on me. Because normally Eurovision, I'm not like the biggest fan, but I do like when it's on. And it, it, there's normally a bit more build up, and I it, I must have passed it all by. Yeah, I didn't watch any of the um, the heat. I didn't watch any of those. Um, still puzzled how Australia managed to get in Eurovision. Are they still in it? Well, they 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 quali- they are allowed to uh, uh, compete. So they can't win. Oh no, they can win. Oh, they if they're good enough, they can win. But I uh, just Gina G won. Oh, I don't know. If she, she, did, did she represent someone else? She re- represented England, I think. No, it wasn't. Was it not? I think it might have been. Who are just a little mm-hmm. bit? Well. 1995. Someone fact check that out yeah. there in our lovely audience, please. We should fact check things as we go. We really. should do. We should be more um, on, on point with these things. We're going to work towards that. We yeah. need a, we need an assistant. So we did that. That was tremendous fun. Um, well, absolute so ball. Can you tell me about about Eurovision then? Do you have to qualify for it then? They are, well, when I was a kid, basically it'd go on for hours and hours and hours, and every single country in Europe would just be allowed to perform. 
but because they wanted to condense the program and make it more watchable, watchable, <laughs> um, they now have heats, um, like rounds. So the week before Eurovision, everyone goes to Eurovision, and the week before they get like they perform and they get told whether they're going to be in the final or not. Ah, but I got when you're there, there are people who are like completely like obsessed and committed to the whole Eurovision thing and they have watched the heats and they have learnt all the songs in whatever language they're sung in. Wow. And sing along. I just I just love the spectacle. Isn't that a little bit like train spottery? Um, like, look at me. I know all the words to Moldova's entry. Everyone's got to have a thing. That's true. But don't make it that. No. And some people were in costume, which was great. And next year we're going to go and co- I'm making a, ba- a dress out of an Ikea bag next year. Oh, uh, one of the blue ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, not just one, obviously, because, come on, let's be realistic. <laughs> uh, a couple. Gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know what I'm going to make, but I'm going to make something, I've decided. That's going to look amazing. Yes. I can visualise it already. Um, I also went to see Blondie. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. Which was awesome. Right. Because they're amazing. Yes. So I was talking to someone about that because I think they were going and they were on in Liverpool, weren't they? Mm. And I said, I can't believe it because my first ever girlfriend that I ever had, ever, I bought her tickets for Blondie when Maria came out. Remember that? 90s, Maria? Yeah. And I, I, at that point, Blondie were a proper retroactive. They were old. They, were, they made the comeback. Was that about 1998? Yeah. So I was yeah. going to say that was 25 years ago when they were old and mm. making a comeback then. But they're brilliant. They're good live. Amazing. She's yeah. brilliant. She's dropped a key down a oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Can't haven't we all? Do the high notes no more. But uh, it didn't take away the actual show, the backdrop, the graphics and everything was just fabulous. And what made it even better was Johnny Marr supported them. Oh. I know. Oh, he's one of my idols. I know. He did all the old classics. Oh. It was just, it was the best night. We had such a laugh. It was great. Because Johnny Marr is now you get to enjoy the Smiths without the weird xenophobic frontman. It's a shame, that. It is a shame, isn't it? It's a shame Morrissey turned into a loon. I don't think he was a dick when he did the uh, the classics, when he, but I, I loved Morrissey and he really let me down. But, you know, mm. that's what happens. People let you down. We'll let you down one day. But, but you, you, can't, you can't stop liking art just because you don't think, you don't agree with the artists. True. I've got Thoughts. a couple of paintings by Hitler up in, in the living room. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's a great artist. Mein Kampf was a great book. It was a really great well-written read. book. And the, whoever was the sub-editor on that book did a, a cracking <laughs> job because the... Uh, the, the diction, the uh, syntax yeah. is, is first class. The amount of full stops and apostrophe and exclamation marks. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually hear it in Hitler's own voice. Can you get it on Audible? In the beginning? <laughs> yeah, but it's read by Lenny Henry. What's up on a time? <laughs> why am I, I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm sorry, everyone. Welcome to Audible. <laughs> you have no credits left. Please purchase more. Uh, I, I haven't been to a, a music gig for ages. I went to see Sleeve of Mods about uh, six months ago. What do they sing? Uh, angry stuff. It's all a backing track, though. That's the problem. Mm. One, what, there's only two of them. One of them puts a backing track on, which is just what you've heard on the album, and the other one just talks in a Nottingham accent like this. So, so that yeah, I've noticed with a lot of mod songs, they sort of like they sing, but with their accent and their yeah. their diction, and they want you to they want to sound like themselves. Totally. And he doesn't talk in between the songs, and I like it when a frontman talks. Did Debbie Harry talk? Bits and bobs, Bits. not loads. Not loads. I've got to say, Debbie Harry, 1978, 79, has got to be one of the most beautiful women My ever. God, she still is. Oh, she still is. The but cheekbones, I mean, please. As it, even if she has had work done, money well spent, good oh, on her. Yeah. The cheekbones are like, 
sharp knife. They're just amazing. She's amazing. She looked gorgeous, and it was just so good. Oh, yeah. Is right. Um, let me tell you what I've been up to. Please do. So I've got I've got a blocked ear, Kate. Have I mentioned it? <laughs> so everyone, I'm not going to go into gory details, but I've got a blocked ear. I've had a blocked ear for a while, but I didn't realise because I've 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 somehow kind of kept water out of my ear, and I got a load of water in my ear, and I realised that my ear was blocked because the water wouldn't leave my ear. Sure. So I went to the doctors, and I said, I think I've got a blocked ear, and he looked at me and went, You got a blocked ear. So he's told me to put olive oil in the ear. So I've done that to mm. soften the, the earwax. Sorry if you're eating. And I've got to do that for a while. And then I've got to squirt this this like syringe thing in it. Um, but what's happened is all the olive oil has just sat in my ear. So me, the whole left side feel of me... greasy. Yeah, that left side of my head feels like anti-pasty. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm underwater. Throw a bit of balsamic stick of breadstick <laughs> in there. Don't tempt me. Anything to crack this nut. <laughs> I feel like there's a little bit of movement and I feel like, because I've got headphones on right now, or cans if you're in the trade, and I feel like at any moment there could just, just be a little like crack just and just all, pour out. all hell will break loose. Oh, and I will be on. I'll run. Oh, it, it will just I'm be I'm scream. Like, I yeah, can't. It's not going to be nice when no, it no. happens. Uh, so Please I've, warn me. I've just been, I've been walking around going, I can't hear. I feel like, I feel like what would have happened or what should have happened is because I've lost a lot of the hearing in my left ear for yeah. temporarily. I thought all my other senses would heighten. Oh, like a superhero exactly. kind of experience. Like you'd get a really boss sense of smell or... Yeah, or a sixth sense that I yeah. didn't know was there. Like you I have could, to read minds. I can feel your emotions. Yeah. But none of that has happened. None of it's happened. No. It's weird that, isn't it? It's weird how that's Weird how that of, didn't happen. It's a load of bollocks, isn't Mad it? that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, my writer yet tells my brain that you're taking the piss out of me slightly here but my left ear can't hear a fucking thing well, <laughs> trust you. your left ear <laughs> trust your left ear it'd be weird if your ears gave you different information like you know when someone's talking like one of your ear one of your ears trusted that information but your other ear didn't that would be a nightmare well but imagine if one ear could understand languages foreign languages but yeah like you know, you'd, you'd standard english <laughs> yeah and then you'd add your universal language yeah that would be a i'm pretty sure Someone, I'm going to go Dragon's Den with that idea. I, I, I've got the idea. Yeah. Just don't have the means to carry it out. I think we're, we're the ideas people, are I have it's, a lot of ideas. I just don't have the... Um, it's the... Uh, the infrastructure in place. And the uh, the, the arseness to make things yeah. happen. And, and, and the financial backing. That's a big it's issue, a big one. A big one. But it'd be great if you're down, like, you know, you're in uh, Port Maddock, and someone's talking in Welsh, and you go, oh, sorry, mate, hang on, let me just turn around. Me Welsh here will get this. Yeah. You turn around, you go, oh, sorry, mate, you tell me to fuck off. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go back to England. You're right. We don't belong here. We do ruin it. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've, uh, and I've been on tour. So I've been uh, doing, doing some Everyone. shows. Yeah. Sam's a professional comic and Very. he's been on tour. Very rock and roll. This is what I mean. That's some lovely gigs. Showbiz right next to me. Yeah. With one ear. Dripping in celebrity. Dripping in olive oil. I don't get it It's been fun though. Been fun doing these shows, doing these gigs, mm -hmm. and meeting people afterwards. And a funny thing happened is that so, and you'll know this. Like, even whether you're doing a tour show or a comedy club, if you're the MC, if you're the first act going on, you'll you'll there's often an offstage mic that you can introduce yourself. It's weird, that isn't it? It is weird, I suppose, but you get used to it, and it becomes not weird. Now, I don't know what you do if you're MCing. I sometimes put on a silly voice when I'm introducing myself because I don't want to just say, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Avery. And then I walk out and go, hello. So do you put on like an X Factor voice? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome 
all the way from over there, Mr. Sarbury. Sometimes. Do you, do you put a, I couldn't do that. So, like, if there's a mic off stage, I prefer that. Yeah. Because it just feel like a knob. If there's a mic, if I have to announce myself and there's no other mic. That's crap. So you have to walk on stage. So I just go, welcome to the stage, me. Yeah. Yeah. And then I do my roll wave. Oh, of course. Yeah, the Queen of L9. Yeah. Please join us on YouTube, by the way, because you're missing these you're wonderful, missing, wonderful waves. You're missing, I mean, waves. literal, the gestures, what you're missing out. Oh, please. I'm sorry for you. Semaphore fans. God. You're getting some new lingo here. Mm, telling you. From the uh, First Lady of The non-verbal communication specialist will be, <laughs> their heads will fall off. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of that, you know, because of me ear and that. Yeah, with your heightened senses. Yeah, mm. me, me non-verbal senses Aww. have really gone through the roof. What does your inner voice say? <laughs> Let me out. <laughs> you got a third eye? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I keep it clean. Well, <laughs> that's a fitting uh, segue. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it is. And in fact, it's exciting for us because... Uh, so excited for this. We're here. We've had a little hiatus. We're back. We've talked about this, but we want to officially launch our, uh, our new segment. It's not a new segment. We've done it a couple of times. We haven't actually reported back on anything yet. So it is the official launch no, the official. of our first proper segment, which is Sam and Kate Try Stuff. Yeah. So we're going to launch that right now. But before we launch that, I need to tell you something, Kate. Because I've tried something before we've tried stuff. I've <gasps> tried to make a jingle for Sam and Kate Try Stuff. And I'm going to play it for you. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, because we need, we need a jingle for a segment, don't we? So I'm going to try that now. And I'm going to uh, sort of capture your thoughts and see what you think of it. Can I be honest? I don't want to like to be like, oh, that's great. If I think it's terrible. Be totally honest, because it took me about 45 seconds to make. Oh, God. So please. If, if it's shit. Please play. I'll just make another one for okay. next week. And we can say that shit Is as well. Is everyone ready for the jingle? I hope you're all ready for this. Because once the jingle starts, that's the segment launched. Yeah. It's, this is like smashing a bottle on a ship. We are going global, guys. <laughs> you can't say viral anymore because people get well. nervous. Right, here we go. Three, two, one. Let's do it. Sam and Kate try stuff. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> do you like it? <laughs> I like the bit of the And I like after we've tried it, <laughs> we can then play that, whether it's a... Or whether it's like, yeah, ooh. Oh, that is some quality brainstorming High five, on Sam. Air. High five. Live brainstorming on it. I am an ideas person. I keep saying listen, it. Listen. People best believe it. I, I thought until now that Kate does most of her great work on the journey to the podcast, but she's just gone full throttle there listen. with some incredible ideas. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. Just for the, the last bit. I like the last bit. I like that idea, okay, though. Okay, go on. Good I idea. do. Sam and Kate try stuff. Brilliant, isn't it? You go. <laughs> so was it a or was it a ooh? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's, good I'm, I'm, it's 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 not a uh, the jingle to begin the show with. It's the jingle for Sam and Kate try stuff. Yeah. Can you imagine if that began the show? <laughs> Can you imagine? We'd have no listeners. No. If imagine turning into a podcast for the first time, being a man that are now over a million podcasts currently being churned out shat out and and this was what you you know of all the things on itunes oh i've never heard this before let's listen to this don't know who these two people are oh what the fuck's this What's, where's mark goody gonna announce the top 40 what what the- <laughs> right I'm going- I, i've got it i've got one little small suggestion oh, go on then <laughs> One of us says Sam and Kate try stuff well, instead that, of that woman's robotic that, voice. She's like she's like got the Stephen Hawking vibe yeah. going, hasn't she? Yeah. 
Sam I, and Kate try stuff. I, I, I found out on some website. Some website you type in something, you press enter, and it just says it, and I just recorded that. I'm pretty certain people uh, use them websites for... Sexy Naughty things? stuff, yeah. What are you wearing? Yeah, Maybe. typing in what you want the voice to say. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. I'm going to get that. Oh, you look very thin today, Kate. I'll be like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm in love with my computer. Well, what is it that the, the who's the fairest of them all? The, the, like the mirror, who, yeah. who used to look into the mirror. Just have a, a little uh, little tablet at the side of your bed that just says stuff. Oh, was it the, 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 the wicked stepmother? In, yeah. Or the, the witch in uh, Snow White? A, she's someone to aspire to, isn't she? Yeah. I think she died at the end of that. But just a little thing that wakes you up. Good morning, Kate. Yeah. May I say how beautiful you look yeah. this morning? Your breath doesn't smell at all. <laughs> you were only scratching your bottom a minimal amount in the <laughs> evening. There's an actual app that tells you all the things you do. You, you, I don't know. I think it's like on your watch. It must be on your watch. It tells you how many times you moved, how many times you farted, oh. how many times you had a sn- if you snored. Like I, I, I've got a wife for that. I want peace when I sleep. I don't. It's like it's like going on a night out, getting drunk, and then that that girl from the office who doesn't get drunk saying to you on the Monday, "Oh, you, you were pissed on Friday, weren't you?" You were a right? show. Yeah, I spent thirty five pounds on gin. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure I, I'm glad I was pissed. I was drinking on the bus. It would have been a waste of money otherwise. So I don't want that watch app going. Oh well. No 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 no. You no, snored. No. Like please leave me. Let me live. I think there's a limit to what we need technology to do for us. I uh, one of the gigs I did. We say that as we're talking to you through a podcast yeah. and making you begging you to listen with to a us. camera and an iPad yeah. and a phone and a you know. And you've all had plastic. to listen to the harrowing tale of Sam's blocked here. <laughs> I might give you a report when I um, when I when I get the uh, the earwax yeah. free, but I Li- that, live. I don't know if that's great for optics. I don't know if that'll enhance our stats or make things worse. But live from Sam's bathroom. I, I asked an audience if um, there was two people in the audience at this gig, and and I was just doing a little bit of chat, and I said, "Are you a couple?" And they said, "No." And I smelt there was a story there, and I said, "Oh, oh, oh that's okay. You're just friends." That was your heightened sense of smell. Yeah. My, my, <laughs> I was like, uh, what's her name? Diana Troy of The Next oh, Generation. Yeah. <gasps> I, I, I said that in your voice. Mm. With that really unconvincing accent she had. And really, really modern cultural comment, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Re- cultural oh, yeah. reference. Yeah. Maybe that's a jingle sound we need for modern reference needed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. So uh, I said, oh, you a couple. They said, no. I said, oh, you're just friends. They went, oh, yeah, we're just friends. And I, but I was sort of playing with them. Oh, yeah, you're just friends, you know. Oh no, we are definitely just friends, and it was really abrupt. So I sort of went, "Oh right, okay, that's really abrupt." The way you've told me that, you know, it was all very friendly. I said, "So how do you know each other?" And the fella said, "Oh, we're both widows," and he said it in a way to shut me up in a funny way. He wasn't being nasty; he was being nice. Lying? Uh, No, I don't think he's lying because I was like, "Oh right, you both, you both widows," and I sort of played on the fact that I was digging a hole for myself. It was, it was, it was kind of entertaining. But then I said, because technology is everywhere, and I said. Oh, is there like an app or something that you, to help you meet other widows? Where where do you meet other widows? And he just said the cemetery. <laughs> wow, which is an amazing comeback. And uh, I had nowhere to go with that, but that doesn't yeah, matter. Get yourself off the apps, guys. Get, get yourself down the cemetery. Get down the cemetery. Get I up. had the conversation with a, a well. I thought they were a couple when I was emceeing a couple of months ago, and they were sat there, and I was like, "So, what's your story?" I, that's what that's how I just I just go into it yeah like what's your story like how do you know each other he's a, he's a couple and they were like no and I was like so you've never been a couple and they were like no no we're just friends and I was like alright okay and so which one of you would be a couple if you had the opportunity and the lad just went <laughs> oh. 
like the lads the lads little face dropped and i was like oh, oh. i went so your friends owning him you need to you need to stop being his friends and let him find someone else and she was like more, and i was joking oh. and everyone was laughing but you could see it really like I felt like I've, I've driven a wedge between two two platonic friends. Oh god! Do you believe in platonic friendship? Yeah, I do. I do now because I'm in my forties and I'll be married forever. Yeah, and it's I'm. But when you're young and when you're single, you're, when, when you're young and single, I well, I don't know. I, I've got quite a lot of female friends. In fact, I had more female friends than male friends. I was just very comfortable. Yeah, I think creative types with with ladies, lady this company. Is a very but, big generalization, but I think creative types. And not as black and white. Maybe. We're more flexible and fluid. Fluid. But I, when you're young and, and like you're single, I, and if you've got one male friend who you spend all your time with and you're his one female yeah. friend and nothing's going on, it's because one of you doesn't want it to and one of you does. Pro- no probably. No cross the line. Probably. And all it takes is a, a couple of bevies and before you know it, you've ruined everything. Yeah, and a little tongue in a your mouth. little tongue. As long as it's the mouth. That's yeah, the main well. thing. Whatever he wants. Whatever you want. Bit it, bit it, whatever you need. So, um, as we launch this um, new segment, (laughs) yeah, Sam and Kate try stuff. stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, of all the technology that we've talked about, you can't get better than that. The penny whistle. Is that that what it's called? The penny whistle. I'd I'd pay three people for one of them. I'm going to find us some real penny whistles. Get a real one. We'll do a live I'm going to go on Amazon. And I'm going to get us some for next time. How do we make this sound, though? Just open a fizzy kind of pop. Sam and Kate try stuff. And then get the real penny whistle out. Oh, that, that's got to happen, go. hasn't it? You can do an MCV unplugged. And everyone can applaud when they realise it's the start of the song they recognise, like they used to. Oh, I know this one. The likes of Anton Deck will be fuming when they see our idea with the penny whistles. Absolutely fuming. Fuming. So let me give you my report, then, for the first feature of Sam and Kate try stuff because I've been talking a, a big game but I've not been walking the walk yeah. I've been saying for weeks I'm gonna try a b-day a great deal of but time I haven't tried the spent. b-day I haven't tried one now I did try to find one this is disappointing I, I I couldn't find one in fact one of the recent episodes I was googling b-days near me and there was no app for that but there was a lot of stuff on the internet about like but it was all places that sold b-days and yeah. I wasn't willing to buy a b-day for this feature um, so um, here's my live report from the field about B days. You ready for it? Right, yeah. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Go for it. Hang on, I'm just trying to. Here we go. Hi everyone, this is Sam Avery reporting for Fix the Whale podcast. As part of our feature, Sam and Kate try stuff. I stupidly said a couple of weeks ago that I would like to try a B day. Now, I'm not being able to locate a B-Day and I'm not going to be able to go to France just to wash me bum. <laughs> so instead, what I'm going to do is put me bum down the toilet and flush it. <clears throat> now, is that is that legit? Is that, Are we classing this as <laughs> a well, real B-Day experience? Like it was a fix. <laughs> so uh, we all fixed the wheel. This was your yeah. fix for trying something new that you couldn't try. You have, you, you've improvised... Adapted, overcome. You've bagged it, basically. <laughs> Are you going to start telling people, though, that my fix is put me bum down the toilet? Because that sounds Your like fi- that's my Sam's fix. fix. I know what his Sam's, fix is. I know what Sam's favourite fix is. <laughs> right, okay, let's carry on. Ready? I'm not. So here we are in the bathroom. I will obviously adjust the angle of the camera so you can't see my bits. You've got to see me on OnlyFans for that. Let battle commence. Right, so... 
Um, before we go into the next bit. Where is the film footage? The film footage is currently on my laptop and it will go online. So go on our YouTube channel and you'll find it. Exciting. Um, I did have to, I, I thought I got yeah, the angle go right. go online, pivot. I got, I got the angle right, but then I was, as I was editing it, I realised there was one little bit where the angle definitely wasn't right. So oh. I had to, there's a thing when you're editing a video, you can zoom in. So I've zoomed in so you can't, not, not in that bit. I've zoomed in so you can't see the bit. That is, uh, you know, and if you've got enough money, you can pay me and I'll show you Can't those Can't you bits. just, like, put, like, an emoji over that, that oh, offensive bit? Like, I don't know, like a little, I don't know. What emoji? Thumbs up? The man, the little round face with the sunglasses. <laughs> Might suit it. Yeah. Okay, let's carry on. I'm not sure how I feel about this. This is for England. Ooh! Ooh! Oh, I got me balls. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> oh no! How do the French do this? No, I suppose they use the proper equipment, don't they? Oh. Wow, Sam, wow. <laughs> Commitment! I mean, <laughs> bravo. Thanks. I applaud your commitment to trying that thing. I'm pleased because it wasn't fun. Well, it's easier for, for you to have improvised on that because you've got more dangly bits. So they presumably would sometimes get caught if you sat on the toilet yeah. while you flushed it. We don't. We, ladies don't. Yeah, I didn't realise my balls would actually feel the brunt of it. And it was uh, it was quite alarming. And uh, it felt weird. How many times have you done it since then? Well, I, only a couple more. But uh, <laughs> had to be, I had to rinse them, you know. <laughs> um, but there was a problem right at the end. Thanks for watching. Even <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for That's at the end of the video. Thanks for, Thanks for watching. Please subscribe. Uh, hang on, just the very end of the video. Towel ready. Hang on. Got a towel ready. That was a schoolboy error. I didn't get a towel ready. What? So I didn't have a towel ready. So I had to sort of squat through the house. Just, just like give it a little shake. Dripping paws like a dog. <laughs> and, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, so that was, that was my experience. I don't think that's what a B day was, and that's what I said on the on the on the report that how do the French do this? And then I, I realised, well, they probably use proper equipment because, of course, you're washing your bum, you're not sticking your balls down the toilet. You're and flushing filthy it. English animal. <laughs> sorry, can you speak into my French here so I can sorry, understand yeah. that? Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I feel like I've, I've, I've. I don't think I've I don't think I've let anyone down, but I feel like it wasn't quite what I wanted to do. But I feel like I've just about got there. I feel like we're all touched that you you tried it. You tried your best. Thanks. I think the only person that's been let down is whoever had to mop up the dripping toilet water from your balls as you skulked through the house to get them dry. I mopped it up myself because uh, I'm, well, I'm a modern man. You're a modern man. And there's a lot Fair of... There's, we've got seven-year-old twins in our house and there's a lot of uh, stains on the floor that you're not sure what there is. Yeah. We've just been watching a TV show on Netflix called Is It Cake? which is where they have bakers make cakes and you have to guess if it's a cake or it's like hyper-realistic cakes. Oh, I've, is that that F Fortune Meister? What's her name? Fortune Feister finds she's the, the Kaylier, the host. No, no, some fella. Uh, some fella's the host. It's a good show, like. But we play a different game in our house called Is It Piss? Because <laughs> on the floor, it, it, not just in the bathroom, anywhere, you're like, it could be piss. <laughs> it could be bald. To do like drop. what police do in, in, in film, yeah. <laughs> dip your finger, rub it around your gums and go, oh, that's definitely piss. Yeah. That's pure, Johnny. Bring them <laughs> in. I watched a programme on Netflix called Old Enough. Oh. Which sounds really 
pure dodgy, doesn't Dodge. it? Um, thankfully, it's not how it sounds. Welcome to Jailbait. It's it's a it's a like a I think it's South Korean show or no Japanese, and so they send little tiny kids on errands to see if they can do it. Oh yeah, with the camera crew follow them secretly. Yeah. So they're like. Sends it. He sent like a two and a half year old to the supermarket for curry powder oh. and noodles and flowers for his nan's shrine. And he, he went in, got one thing, come out, went back in, got one thing, come out. There's a little pace around him. It's the cutest thing that ever. Sounds amazing. But then at one point, this little kid, um, he's about four, and he had to, his dad had been fishing. So he said, I want you to take the fish to the fish market and get it like descaled and, and deboned and bring it back for tea. He lived like at the top of this hill, right? No, at the bottom, of, no, at the top of this, at least when you come back, I'll get some apples as well. So this poor kid's got this cool box with these fish that are just, his dad was just trying to get involved. He's got this cool box with fish and the dead heavy and he's frightened the fish. And then halfway through the string on the cool box breaks, so the fish are all over the deck. There's cats prowling around. He's like trying to pick the fish up with a stick, crying oh, his eyes. Oh. It's very traumatic. It sounds... It sounds very similar to Sam and Kate Trey stuff. That. <laughs> it sounds like, listen, Netflix, we may not look like we've got the best lawyers in the land, but we know people. We do know people. We know people who don't play by the rules. We know fixers. We know fixers. We are fixers. We will before. fix the shit out of you, Netflix. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that, uh, that was my little, that yeah. was an afternoon of nonsense that so, passed me by. Sounds good, though. Yeah. Sounds like a good show. I think kids will like it. Yeah. What's it called? Old enough. Old enough. Old enough. I'm not going to Google like that. Really? No, Christ. don't Google it. Don't Google it. That Just, was that's a whole new kettle of fish. That's which is another Netflix show. Whole new <laughs> kettle of fish. It's uh, streaming now. Uh, just last word on the B-Day, uh, just in case anyone does have any questions, I did not soil myself before I went in the B-Day, or the toilet. I, I so was you clean, went in clean? Was clean as a whistle. Yeah, because uh, I, I knew I wasn't going to get a good a good. Well, rub. no, I'm disappointed now. So maybe, I, I feel like you should have been... Well, if I'm ever away... And I see a B day. Of course, I'm going to use it, and I'm going to film that as well, which okay. is just a weird thing to have on you. Something for us to all hope for. Well, yeah, look I'm going to hope and pray. You don't want to give the audience everything in Hoping the first instance. Uh, just uh, we had a, a comment from a listener, uh, Edo seventy five on Twitter, who was uh, walking in Spain, and today's room has a lovely surprise. I'm opting for washing socks rather than ones jacksy. So he's basically found a B day in Spain, um, but he's washed his socks in it. Nice little picture there. Oh. Which is, uh, it looks like he's drowning kittens in a bee day. Which yeah. Which is um, a good place to drown kittens if, you, if you're into that. Um, but yeah, so that that's the end of uh, Sam and Kate Try Stuff for this week. This week. But hey, stay tuned. Stay tuned for more exciting. We've also got to fix that if you are abroad and you have a, di- do you have dirty socks? Oh yeah. Bee day. That's been fixed. Bee day. Bee day, yeah. Bee day, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's fun. You and want your breakfast? Break a bowl. Have you seen a lot of it? Oh, Ooh. nice bit of porridge. Nom nom. In the B day. What do you have for your breakfast? I'm not a breakfast person. Do you, when do you eat then? Do you eat later on? I or? eat once a day. Do you eat once a day? Yeah. What time? I tea. Do, I do this. Yeah, tea time. Oh, wow. how do you get through the day without food? I'm mentally strong. Oh, because <laughs> I'm better than you. Now and again, if I feel a bit peckish, I might have a little, I don't know, piece of cheese or whatever. But I've just got into it. It started. It never used to be like that. I used to, like, at least have me, me lunch and then yeah. my tea. But it started when I was working from home. When we first started working from home. And so I'd, like, wear, and then I'd be like, oh, I'll just do this one bit, bit of work, and then I'll go and have something to eat. And then I'd go, oh, I'll just get this out of the way. And then by the time I went to actually have something to eat, it'd be, like, 3 o'clock. And I'd be like, 
I might as well wait for my tea now. So I just got into that habit and now that's what I do. But that's only Monday to Friday. Weekend times, it's like free for all. Oh, I love the free for all. Saturday, I had, um, I went to this, the chicken shop uh, by ours, which I highly recommend. Fried chicken? Uh, no, it's like roasted chicken oh. on, on spits. Ooh. Spit roasted chickens. Did you sell all like, like breakfast butties? Oh, yeah. It's just a really, it's a really great place. Um, and I went in on my way to my mum's and I got us both. I got sausage and egg, sausage and egg on toast for there and sausage and tomato on toast for me. So that was doorstep toast. Oh, so that's that. the best, isn't it? And I bought chopped pork and crusty cobs. So I was in my mum's, had that, and about an hour and a half later to come home. <laughs> I had two, 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 two crusty cobs and chopped pork. <laughs> so basically both of my meals consisted of bread and pork. I'm not even a big meat eater half the time. And then I had um, two sausage rolls before I went to watch your division. <laughs> so the whole Saturday was spent eating, eating <sighs> white goods and, and, and pork goods. That's lined your stomach before a big Eurovision party, though. Hell to the yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, I've so I've been on. I've been away last couple of weekends. I've been away gigging mm. on the tour, and what I've tried to do, or this weekend anyway, is not drink because when I drink, I end up drinking on my own, and it's just a bit sad. I always, I, yeah. I, I I like it at home, but when I'm in a premier in, I'm like, oh, I'm just, having, and it's not even bit. nice. I'm having a pint. It's not even nice beer. No. You know what I mean? So. It, and then I'll end up waking up and having a breakfast because I'm a little bit hungover. So I, this weekend, I was super healthy, super healthy. Like, didn't drink. Had me early tea, healthy stuff. Weighed myself this morning. I've put on weight. And I'm so angry. There's no alcohol dehydration there. That's why. What, do you, have, what do you have for your breakfast usually? I have porridge. Yeah. I'm a porridge nut. That is a good sound breakfast it's dish. It's good. Healthy, half food, soluble fibre. I don't like milk. Well, you're fucked with porridge then. You can make it with water, but then you feel like you're eating Mm. prison food. May as well eat wallpaper paste. Oh, yeah. Um, I I get loads of fruit in it, mix it up, a few seeds. Yeah. I think your favourite breakfast is is toast. Just think toast with butter. You can't really get any better than that. When it's good toast. Oh, yeah. And it's butter, not margarine. I I only buy real butter now. I'm a convert. Yeah, so do I. There's no trans fats in butter. Exactly. I watched a documentary once about like health tips or something. Like I think it was New Year's Day one year when I was like, right, this is it now. This is the new me. And there was a bit on margarine, and they basically said if a dog eats margarine, in fact, no, a dog won't eat margarine because a dog looks at margarine shit in it. and just goes, I don't even think that's food. Like I don't even know what that is, but I'm not going to eat it. Whereas the dog will eat, you know, their own asshole, but they're not going to eat margarine. So if no. you've got a choice between Putting on your toast, margarine or the dog's bum. But I'll tell you what, the price of butter. Is price it, of everything. Is it no expensive? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I don't pay any time. I just throw stuff in the trolley in yeah. Aldi. Just go around. Okay, Rockefeller. I'm in Aldi. In just, what, yeah. Not in Waitrose. Um, I went to M&S Food on oh, Saturday. My God, that's paradise. Oh, it's great. You just feel like, you, you feel like you're in Beverly Hills. Yeah. The, the, the aisles are wider. The baskets are comfy on your palm of your hands it's just a whole round nicer environment oh, yeah, you just feel apart bad. from the stupid pensioners you just stop still in front of you without any warning to look at some cauliflower cheese for 55 minutes <laughs> and you're trying to get past them <laughs> to be fair sometimes the way edna <laughs> come on time is money edna yeah and everything is expensive in here trying to get to the percy pigs before all the kids get them 
I've got to stop eating my kids' Easter eggs because they're still hanging around. Where are we now? Are what, are we, what month are we in now? May. They're oh, sti- they haven't eaten all their Easter eggs. No, I've eaten most of them, but they're still loads. They've got loads. I never used to get that many when I was a kid. I like Easter egg chocolate, just off the egg because it's oh, thin. Oh, the, ch- the cheap stuff? No, not cheap. Oh, I like the cheap stuff. I like a Smarties egg, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kit Kat as well. Yeah. I got um, I got Sam a crunchy one, and the shell of the egg had bits of crunchy in it. Oh, no. Wowie. That's ridiculous. That's Please. pornographic. I know. That is absolutely... And it, like Annie got a fruit and nut one last year, and it was the same. It had a little tiny bit of fruit. I don't like fruit and nut. I do. But it adds all a little bit of that in it as well. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming the bits of fruit and nut that don't make it into the bars that are yeah. swept up off the floor. They're like, what should we do with this? The scraps. <laughs> Throw it in an egg. Put it in an egg. <laughs> the drip tray. Bring it here. Pour it in an egg. Hey, speaking of BDs, I saw something in the news that I feel like it's important to mention because it's really bothered me a lot. So the TV and radio presenter and journalist Adrian Childs. Oh, yeah. It used to be on Match of the Day, yeah. which I detested him on there because he, he had one of my worst things, that, it, as you know, in a man that I hate. I know it's coming. Ball bunch. Ball bunch. When men wear trousers and they're big, they just don't fit them properly and there's just this gather of material around the ball sack area and it's very distracting and it's not nice. And if you, if you want a bigger take on ball bunch from... Kate and myself go back about four, four or five episodes we've it's done not a lot an attractive on aesthetic on anybody yeah. but particularly on him uh, anyway you I just, found out that he has had a urinal you say right urinal or urinal I say urinal urinal I, I'm right. not from Minnesota he has had a urinal installed in his own bathroom in his own house <laughs> weird what fucking is that weird what's that about has he got a Johnny machine as well and he said people go to his house and are like appalled that there's a your your urinal. Urinal. Why, why am I? Why have I, I got a problem saying that? I don't that? know. You're watching too much telly. I just think that it's the whole like a toilet can be covered. Yeah. A urinal's there, just on the wall, with just wet piss dripping down it for all and sons to have to experience. It must stink. And if he's got a dog, you know that dog's Ugh. like servicing that urinal. Why? And he said, if he if he meets a woman and takes her back, they're always horrified. Is he meeting women and taking her back? Is Who's he? getting laid with a urinal in their a urinal in their own house? Why do we keep saying urinal? <laughs> is Adrian Charles out shagging? Is he? I think he's a single fella. Is he? That's a that's a strange interview for a man who who's on the radio on the BBC to talk about. He has a he has a, t- a, a, a column in the Guardian, which I sometimes God don't I sound dead like woke. I go online. I don't really buy it or not. There's like no that. paywall with the Guardian, and I only read it because the, the the headline for this article for this article was, "People think I'm mad because I've got a urinal in my house." <laughs> like, and uh-huh. I was like, "I've got to read this and see what's behind. What's the thought process behind that?" That's a weird thing. If if everyone told me that they were horrified by something I'd done, and even if I wasn't horrified, I would probably think twice about telling the national newspaper about mm. that thing because I probably would think, everyone thinks I'm a weirdo for Everyone this. thinks I'm mad. If you could put one thing in your house, though, that people don't generally have in houses, what would it be? Because I would have a bowling alley, just one. One bowling alley that I could just play bowling on. Do you like bowling amazing. that much? Well, I go twice a year. I don't so like bowling. I do enjoy it. I don't like I don't like the lighting is really it's really like unflattering uh, the shoes it, the other people who go bowling 
they're generally weird people. You gotta no share, offense. share the holes with them, haven't you? No the offense balls. to you guys who go bowling, but um it's like a subculture that I don't want to be part of. Well, it's a bit like I suppose a lot of people join these teams, don't they? Like darts teams where it's just something to I'd like a tennis Along court or a squash court. That'd be good. Squash courts would be good. I'd like my own squash court. Yeah. I had, a, I had an idea for a business. Years ago, there used to be squash clubs everywhere. And it'd be like a couple of squash club, uh, courts and then a bar where everyone used to just sit and get bothered in. But lager, that was dead cheap and it was great. And they haven't really got them anymore. So I think I'd like to open me a little, squ- a little squash club. Oh, yeah. Kate's squash club. It'd be good, that, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be nice. Me and Crystal are joining the tennis centre. By ours. Oh, are you? Yeah. I want to play tennis. I know. We've been, like, floating the idea for a while. We yeah. decided we want to get good at it. And we're sick of going to, like, classes or the gym and doing stuff just on your own. And why would you do that when you can go and play a game? Yeah, exactly. It's good fun, tennis. It's a mm. good, good little workout. Good workout. And there's always a good social thing afterwards. Mm. So, um... We've just got some listener feedback. Should we go to some listener feedback? Can't wait. We've got a couple of questions from people to finish off. And um, let's just see what we've got here. So, um, got some questions. <clears throat> so, here we go. Lizzie Musa, this is her question. How do IKEA think of the names for their furniture? How do you think they do? Um, I think they play Scrabble. And you know when you can't go? Yeah. You've just got all them letters. I just think they use that. I think they're probably like Swedish swear words, really. <laughs> um, Like the man who invented it, the, the item, presumably has to put, put it together and invent all the holes and which screws and things. And by the time he's done all that, he's probably like, you twat! Like fuming at it, like the way we all are when we build the furniture ourselves. Always. I am really hopeful that they are. That'd Maybe be nice, wouldn't it? Swedish if, swears. If you were if you were Swedish and someone could say, "Oh, I like the little uh, bell end you've got in front of the coffee table," like, <laughs> it's when they call it they call it a, like a, a bookcase is called Billy. Billy, that's the one so everyone nice, remembers. Isn't it? Billy, yeah, so nice. Yeah, but th- maybe the I mean the IKEA bags that you're going to fashion into a wonderful dress. Stay tuned. They don't have names, do they? They're just called IKEA, IKEA bags. IKEA bags now. Yeah, I like IKEA. I love IKEA. I love it. I I love IKEA as well. It's a nice day out. I think no, I reckon they just all have a team meet, meeting like on a Friday after the, the Friday afternoon boozy lunch and go, right, come on. So we'll just like pick a letter, yeah, together and just throw it, yeah, yeah, like a little like word association, like game. a staff competition. I think that that they should go to people who work in IKEA and go, right, this is the product, give <laughs> us the maddest name you can think of for it, or employee of the week, they name it after you, yeah. So if you've done a good job, you get a bookcase named after you. God, Billy was the OG employee of the month. There, Billy wasn't he? was absolutely yeah. brilliant in the stock room. Apparently, yeah. he was just—he was always just—he was—he was stocking stuff like yeah. left, right, and centre. Meanwhile, there's like a, a utensil holder called cock. <laughs> <laughs> Put your ladle in it. What's our next question? I like these. Uh, our next question is: uh, Hi, hi. So this is from Mark. Mark Fitzpatrick. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for getting in touch. He said... Hi, Mark. Hi, Simo and Kate. Now, he's calling me Simo. I'll explain that in a minute. When you get called a different name to your own, in good faith, how long should you keep up the pretense? Always. Now, for as long as you can. Because it's funny, isn't it? I, well, because my name is Katie Tracy, this happens to me so much. I get called Tracy all the time. Tracy Katie? Yeah. Like, who's called Tracy Katie? And I never, ever bother correcting people no good 
Never. Because what's the point? Wh- yeah. Why is it important to you that they get your name the right way around? I think it's quite funny. I always feel a bit like I'm being a bit of a diva when I say, oh, mm. actually, it's Sam, you know. It doesn't matter, does it? Unless you get married and they get your name wrong. Mm. In which case, the whole thing is null and void. You know, like if someone's a bit snotty with me by email and they'll go, yes, okay, Tracy. And I'll go, mm, that's not my name. I used to work with a woman called Samantha Avery. Samantha? Yeah. And she sat opposite me in this little office we were in. She was on a different team, but sometimes her phone calls would come to my phone. And I answered it once. And, you know, the, the, the rule there, you have to go, hello, Sam Avery speaking. So one time I picked the phone up and I went, hello, Sam Avery speaking. And this fella down the other end from like head office or whatever just went, it's a fucking fella. And just hung up. <laughs> I thought, that's not very professional. And what if I'm just a really handsome woman? Or, you were just like, yeah, kissing your muscles. Yeah. Ugh. I am a man. Yes, I am a man. Well, how weird is it that you're called Sam Avery and my son Sam, his surname is, well, he says Lavery. Yeah. But it's some people say Lavery. Yeah. How weird is that? That is weird. Um, but yeah, no, I th- I say keep up the pretense. A couple of times I've been called Keith <laughs> when I've answered the phone and gone, hi, Kate speaking, and they're like, all right, what it is, Keith? And I'm like, Keith? Jeez. What, whatever floats your boat, mate, but I don't know many women called Keith. No, not not around there, maybe in Wigan. Anyway, so I'm saying keep it up. Keep it up as long as possible. And the reason Mark called me Simo is because someone, I was at a funeral the other week, it was a very sad occasion, but it was a nice service, and uh, someone called me Simon. And I just went along with it. I was like, ah, that's fine. Call me Simon. And uh, so the he, Mark said, I'm going to start calling you Simo. So then I, everyone just calls me Simo in that group of people. And I quite like it because I've never had the nickname. And even though it doesn't actually relate to my name. Like an alter ego. That yeah. could be your alter ego who's got a heightened sense of smelling, <sighs> touching. Simo's here. He can read your emotions. Are you feeling slightly melancholy? Simo will know. Simo will know. Sounds like a start of the music. I'm frightened of Simo. You should be frightened of Simo. Simo knew you were frightened of him. Simo's going to kill me, guys. <laughs> Simo's after you. Simo's going to get me. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've been wonderful. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for, for tuning listening. in. Thanks for all your comments. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go and have a lie down. What are you going to do, Kate? I just want to say if anyone is affect- affected by the, uh, the reportage oh, yeah. of you using a toilet flush as a day, then please message some directly dm me slide yeah. in and uh kate Aidy, uh i feel like i know what it was like for you back in beirut back in yeah. the day now from the front line yeah tea bag and a toilet yeah so thanks for listening see you next week